The swamp without a still is just a tent. A martini without olives doesn't quite make it. And Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist Megan and Tierney And guest will make three Goddamn Army Mash Megan was just regaling us with Tales of Feminist Woe So I think she should do the intro Welcome to Mash <laughs> Where boys suck Men don't necessarily suck because they're not boys, but we're dealing with boys in a 1970 Robert Altman film called MASH that's about (laughs) Korea, but it's Vietnam, but it's Korea, but it doesn't make it any better for women, and I'm Megan Coleman. (laughs) Called MASH, but it's really about... No. (laughs) I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Kathleen Mocklin. Welcome back, Kathleen. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm still here, still alive. It's still weird, but it's fine. Kathleen only <laughs> watched minutes 64 to 67, so this has been quite the experiment in talking to her. And I think now you understand why I very specifically said we need at least, I, I think I got, it was at least three to one for female guests. And then I very specifically said, and these are the scenes where we will not have a male guest on. <laughs> Because I am not talking to them about this. Oh, no. (laughs) We need a woman's perspective on Minute 67. Yeah. Here, I'll do my little spiel and then we can start screaming. Minute 67 starts with Volmer running alongside Dish's Jeep. And it ends with an announcement about Yom Kippur ending as a Korean soldier is worked on in the OR. That doesn't tell you what happens in this minute. I'm sorry. So, Tierney, I found out during the break that Kathleen doesn't know our MASH origin story. She doesn't know about how we met. We're besties. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know you knew each other in real life. I can just see you guys giving, like, a side sorority hug right now, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a women's college, although the grad program was (laughs) co-ed. So we're the the wonderful people. I was going to say weirdos, but we're the awesome people. We are the weirdos, mister. We are, but (laughs) we're the awesome folks who brought the complete MASH DVD collection to grad school. Oh, nice. We lived on campus. Charity and our mutual friend, uh, no, Danielle and me, who's another friend of yep. ours, who lived upstairs when we saw Tyranny and we thought she was cool. We warned her about the weird guy who lived on the second floor <laughs> <laughs> that, to be fair, no one really liked. Yeah, if he's listening to this, nobody liked you. You were oh, weird. Oh, that's You cold. were weird. And not like, I mean, like, we were weird, but we were like socially acceptably weird and We friendly. were fun weird. We weren't not staring like, at Danielle's boobs weird. Oh, okay. Not like rapey, creepy, stabby weird. Yes. And not okay. like, I'm going to, like one time we were in the hallway and I think it was around dinner time and a bunch of us were talking and he literally dinner yelled time. out. Dinner, dinner time. time. So like, it's not like it's two, six in the morning or something. It's like five, six o'clock at night, and said guy yells out, like, I'm gonna call my mom on you. And I'm like, that's no response that any 20s, 30-year-old man who's getting a master's degree should be yelling. Mm -hmm. Like, you could just ask politely, like, hey, could you 
try to down a notch or hey what's going on not i'm gonna yeah. call my mom on you so yeah but i was instantly like hey who's this chick who brought all of this <laughs> <smash>? <laughs> because um if you come to my drama right now you will also see that i have all 11 seasons of mash in animal house and <laughs> pretty much every early uh... i think i also had monty python you had yeah, a larger nice. DVD collection than I did, though, Terity. You were like... Yeah, but the quality varied. Although, I love them all. Each in their own little way. So I, I was a movie got. junkie. Like I said, it really shouldn't surprise anyone that I got sucked <laughs> into the Movies by Minutes community. Because my whole life has been leading to this. I'm going to start singing God Bless the Broken Road in a moment. <laughs> did you do some Rascal Flats for us? Is that what you're... Because I know a lot of people who danced to that at their wedding. All but... those other podcasts, <laughs> they were like shooting stars. <laughs> Are you prepared for Ken Burns' country music documentary, Tyranny? <laughs> no, I'm not, because that's one of about four country songs that I know. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So, so. Do you okay. not remember you and Danielle having to teach me Red <laughs> oh, Solo right. Cup like four years after it came out? <laughs> oh, right, because you didn't know about Solo Cup. No clue. Red as Solo far as Cup. I know, you and Danielle made that up in her kitchen with her cat. So. No. <laughs> it's a, it was a, it's a real song by Toby Keith. Red Solo Cup. You have to keep in You're mind, not Kathleen. Just a cup. The entire time they sang this at me, the cat face. was sitting on the kitchen table, clearly judging us. I, I mean, I really don't know that much about country music either. I know Shania Twain. I know Reba McIntyre. I know the women of the nineties in country. Reba's That's about show. It. Yeah, it's a good show. There, there was a there was a made for TV movie about the Judds that I remember watching. Oh <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, I did. That's yes. all I got. Oh, so you know, like <laughs> Casey Musgraves and Brady Carlisle and well Taylor Swift went pop, so like whatever. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean she's still cool, but I like that song "Strawberry Wine." That's a really good oh, song. Oh yeah. Everyone knows that. Every every woman knows that song. If you and I will say, movies. there are many country songs. Like I shouldn't say there are only four. There are several country songs that I hear and like. It's just like the genre doesn't do it for me. Yeah, no, same. I agree with you, Tierney. But like on a case by case basis. So like I enjoy watching the movie Mash, but on a minute by minute basis, and it's weird because this minute is like. The triumphant, like, our our music's back? This is, like... Yeah! This is a big minute! This is a defining image from the movie Minute! And, and boys suck. Yes. The only boy I am happy with in this minute is Volmer, because I love that he throws the papers into the cheap. He's like, don't you need them! <laughs> She's just ignoring him! She's like, here! <laughs> It's like it's like he's the mom who's like, you need the extra oh jacket God! just in case. Is Volmer is the mash mom? <laughs> and it's true. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, Kathleen, <laughs> this is your only time with Volmer. You have to understand, he's just doing his best. I mean, I just feel like he's that guy that's picking up everyone else's slack and like having to wipe <laughs> their asses. You know, just Pretty like much. I mean, it, he just seems like. I, I relate to him because that's me. Like, I'm vulnerable in life. Like, I'm always having to pick up everybody else's <laughs> And I'm always having to, like, make sure everything is organized and everything is running smoothly behind the scenes. And it's just, it's frustrating. So I, I only met this character just now, but Vulmer seems great. 
<laughs> I connect I connect with him on another level. You <laughs> also get to meet Painless in a way that you haven't yet. I mean, he's yeah. alive. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was like, hey, isn't that the, the dead guy? <laughs> <laughs> so he's not dead. He's not dead. <sighs> okay. I, I, I guess all that borderline gigolo-esque behavior on Hawkeye works. Apparently God, his life was worth more to her than her virtue. <sighs> I mean, yeah, he's alive, but he could have still been alive anyway, even if she didn't do that. What drives me nuts is the whistle of self-satisfaction in this minute. Like, Hawkeye is so pleased with himself. Oh, yes. Donald Sutherland leans against that frame outside the mess tent, and he is just, I believe the phrase is pig and sh- (laughs) Well, yeah, and you compared him to a cat earlier. So he's like cat the cat who ate the canary. Yeah. Cat who ate the canary. So smug. Ugh. I just really hate how, like, he's, you know, Hawkeye says, oh, you know, how you doing? How's she going? And then Pale's like, oh, slept like a doll last night. Ugh. So that what was the whole point of having to have a woman sleep with you then? If, like, basically you had a sleeping pill and it would have mm-hmm. been fine. So he wasn't aware, as far as he is concerned, that was a great dream. So ba- so he was, so Painless was raped then. I had that question for li- for this minute. So, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's because after we get the boys, we cut to her in the helicopter and the music swells and she looks into the camera and she smiles. And, and this smiles. is supposed to make it okay no, because she no. enjoyed it. And then I was like, she enjoyed it. What did Painless think? And I was like, oh, oh God. So yeah. we just watched. But I also find it interesting that like watched. in the Jeep, she's so disgruntled. And then the helicopter, it's like, you know, and I was wondering like, well, maybe she's, regr- you know, she regretted doing this whole thing and being coerced and whatnot. And now in the helicopter, she's all like, sunshine, lollipops and rainbows, bitches. Like... <laughs> Audi 5000. Yes, right. Like, yeah. Is that why she's smiling? She's like, I'm out of here and I will never have to see any of these men again in my life. Right. Right. Exactly. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I didn't know if like Painless was going to be a little twinkle in her eye, you know, like. I think he's a little twinkle in her eye and a little dish in her. I maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And her, uh, and her oven. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a side dish in that oven. There's a side dish in the oven. But if we take this as it is presented, oh good. Now I get to put a trigger warning for rape on an episode. (laughs) Thanks, Mash. Thanks, Mash. Things I didn't have to do with my 80s children's movies. And it's a man (laughs) being raped by a woman. Yeah. Feminism? Well, I wouldn't still uh, call that. No, that no, 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 no. But it's a good reminder that it, rape could work with all genders and sexualities. We should be very clear. We are laughing a lot. We are horrified a lot. We are yes. horrified a lot. Yes, the, the, the disclaimer PSA announcement of mash minute as opposed to mash the movie. <laughs> rape is not good. Consent is wonderful. And, uh... It doesn't. It works no matter your sex or gender, or how you self-identify, or how your partner self-identifies. It sucks. All of this, all of everything, should be consensual. If you, of anything, are dating a person of anything, you're both cheating on your spouses of anything. Don't convince them to sleep with anything against that person's coma. Also, how far back does that, what did that pill do? Does he not remember any of this? 
Is it like a Spanish fly they gave him? Or something like that? Like a roofie? Well, I'm so confused. I Yeah, because we never really did quite establish what was in the black capsule, as they refer to it. No. And we did have that theory about someone brought up. I don't remember if you were. What's his face? Sorry. Previous Brad. Guest. Brad, yeah. thank you. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Jarf, and I was like, that doesn't Jarf at all. That the black pill was probably put together by the anesthesiologist, Ugly John. So who he's knows? Judas. Right. Yeah. I... So yeah, does he even remember the whole last supper party crazy town? That's thing the thing. How to? could he? Slept like a doll last night. Slept well, like gotta go. Everything's fine. Come on. Gotta go fix some jaws. Let's go. He's acting like everything from from before he confessed to Mulcahy didn't happen. Like, did he lose what, like four days here? Yeah, oh my like goodness. what? When was the nurse from the three twenty fifth? Yeah. <sighs> Ooh. Is he going to look at a calendar in a week and be like, what the hell? The hell does... And why does he call... Why Hawkeye do I have different me? pants on? <laughs> no. S- <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> like how the hell does Alfie get on me? Because last we saw him, he was in, you know, yeah. his OR finery, if you will. Yes. And, uh, and then I'm assuming he was in less finery. Right. I mean, uh, depending on how much he happened... Could- between yeah. Some, something something was something off. happened i don't know what simon happened. is with him in the mess tent by the way oh okay but gotcha. it's still weird it's still oh okay now they look closer okay yeah i just i don't what does painless think happen and if he doesn't realize that anything happened then the horrible word in our notes <sighs> is the only logical conclusion <laughs> oh, so many f bombs! So many f bombs! So many f bombs! <laughs> so does a smile and musical fanfare just paper over all that? I mean, it's a really crappy situation, and then to realize that it probably didn't even need to happen. Like this they could have the most famous like, joke in the whole movie. Like they could have just given him the pill and just let him slept it off and told him like whatever the hell they wanted to tell him, and then there were twenty seven virgins down here, whatever the number is, <laughs> and you gave <laughs> them all. Good job, you. Yeah, you feeling better? Feeling better? Yeah. Cool. And you were awake the whole time, and it was consensual. <laughs> yeah, Everything was fine. I, I can't. I can't believe you don't remember it. Yeah, they all said it was cool. Uh, Folks, we are all shaking our heads right now and groaning, by the way. And I'm just thinking now, like, well, Hawkeye, prior to this storyline, had the gold star for behavior compared to Duke and Trapper. But, uh, I think, I think, I I think Duke's looking pretty good right now. But this is Well, you know me, I always think he's looking pretty good, but. I mean. You know, Tom Skerritt's always uh, good, even if he doesn't uh, have a mustache. But, uh, you know, I mean, his his womanizing ways seem really tame right now. He he might get the... I said at the, the beginning, I appreciated that Duke was pretty upfront about the fact that he was a total horn dog. Yeah, that's true. He never true. pretended to be anything else. Oh, yeah, because they're all, they all married Kathleen and they're all cheating on their wives. Because, you know... Literally all of them. I kind of well, figured, you know, married. it's He's wartime. He's engaged like, to three different women. Oh, that's true, yes. Oh, well, I mean, when you've got a, well, I was going to say, well, when you have a big member like that, you know, it attracts a lot of people. I like our theory that they all know about each other and they're fine and they're just in a polygamous relationship. (laughs) Right? It's cool, right? Polyamory is a real thing, guys. Oh, I (laughs) I know it is. I just, 
It was a different time, and they're filming this. They're filming this in the '60s, but it takes place before. It's fine. It is what it is. A lot of these actors had been working in San Francisco before being hired by Altman. They were experiencing the summers out there, and all good. Well, according to everyone in this minute, everything is all good. So Volmer is the only one upset at the end of this minute, and he'll get over it. He'll deal. He doesn't have to worry about the travel paper- papers anymore. I think he secretly likes worrying about people's papers and making sure Aww. they get them. Because that's his purpose. He's torn because he wants to be one of the guys and have a good time, but he just can't. He's just not that person. <sighs> Breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the wall. Breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the wall. My favorite breaking of the fourth wall is towards the end of Wet Hot American Summer by Michael Showalter. Wait, what is the fourth wall? When you look into the camera at the audience. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So basically the whole show of Parks and Rec and the office. <laughs> okay, got it. Mug oh, in the camera. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Tammy. Anyway. Yeah, other than their hatred of the library, it's a perfect show. But I love And even though, that, that like, I understand. I just, I, even that, I love that they're like, the library. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's right. Don't mess with us, mother uckers. That's right. <laughs> Oh, oh! we get two Hawkeye whistles this minute. We do. Only two. He whistles when he cleans his glasses while smiling smugly. <laughs> I guess he's not smiling while whistling, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And then when he's looking at the chest wound. Um, but we don't really get too much into the surgery. We mostly end with Tierney thinking about Sandy Koufax. Why are you thinking about Sandy Kovacs? Because they're going to talk about Young Kipper. Young Kipper. (laughs) (laughs) Services will be held, will not be held this Friday due to mitigating circumstances. And then for those who wish to observe said holiday, Sunday has been reserved. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. So Sandy Kovacs was a pitcher for the Dodgers. Right. That doesn't matter. Sandy Koufax was a pitcher. He was very, very, very good. He also happened to be Jewish, and he said he would not pitch on said holiday, even though it was the World Series. It was a very important game, and he just said, I'm not going to do that. I don't pitch. And he had had it set up like, oh, I don't pitch on those nights. And yeah, that had never been a problem before in the rotation. Everyone knew that that was his policy and that that was fine. And then this happened to be that this huge game fell and it was his turn in the rotation. He was just like, no, I'm not doing that. That's not fair. I've I've always said like, I'm not doing that. And so it became this huge thing. And my grandmother cottoned onto this and said, what a great guy. And so I grew up thinking, you know, what a great guy. And then I read biographies at Sandy Koufax and he really was a great guy and he's really wonderful so he's one of my favorite baseball players of all time and I'm always gonna think of him whenever this comes up and I enjoy that we end this horrible horrible scene by switching to a scene of surgery and getting (laughs) anti-religion yay just to send you off into the sunset with that little (laughs) tidbit Oh, yeah, and you do get to see Trapper, but you don't, not really. He just sort of Definitely this movie in. isn't just anti-war and anti-women. Oh, it's no. Anti-organized it's religion as well. It, this movie is not PC at all, folks. And I gathered that from the four short minutes that I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> and only these four short minutes. <laughs> oh, and yeah. what a four short minutes they were. Oh, my goodness. I feel like you gave me some, I don't want to say good ones, but. <sighs> 
You gave me some minutes. You gave me some kind of minutes. (laughs) Now, usually this is the point where I say, was there anything in the movie you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. Do you ladies have a Facebook page? Because when I finally watch this this movie. Oh, yes, we do. It's the mass. I'll find find you. And I'll leave yeah. what I some like very short thoughts about the whole thing. It's just all eggplant emojis and bomb emojis the entire time. Oh yeah, okay. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna leave my review of the movie after I watch it, folks, and it's all gonna be in emojis. <laughs> it's gonna be a that's whole beautiful. report of like 500 emojis, and you have to figure out how I feel about it. <laughs> this nice. is beautiful because I was gonna ask in lieu of that. Are you like? Are you excited to watch the movie? No, you mentioned that you know people. Like, you were aware that there was a movie, MASH, before. Do you know, this is such a cliche thing to say, but do you know when you're driving down a highway and there's a wreck and you just can't look away? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I I just have this itch now to watch this movie. (laughs) And, oh, man. I'm going to make Kyle watch it with me, though, because he can explain things to me and I can hold his hand. (laughs) They're like, not all men are trash. (laughs) No, my husband's wonderful. I absolutely love him. He actually sent me flowers today. Because he's coming home tomorrow from a project and it's in this ceramic pumpkin and it's like sunflowers and everything. And he's like, I can't wait to see my pumpkin boo and all this stuff. He's so sweet. I love him. And he rubs my feet every night when he's home. And he's a feminist and I absolutely love that about him. Now, I remember I have a book club with a few friends from library school and we read, oh, no, I'm blanking a picture of the cover, but it was Roxanne Gay's book. But I think she's written more than one. But we were reading it and we were talking about it and like two hours into hanging out all of a sudden we were just like we just want to say that our husbands are at that time boyfriends are really good <laughs> we're really glad that we don't have to deal with this because men are trash <laughs> yeah but not ours ours are good <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have the Mash Minute post up listeners ward on Facebook. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Mash Minute. And I would just like to say how much more of a positive, happy place those are. Like recently we mentioned on the podcast Mush, which is a cartoon parody of Mash with all dogs. <laughs> and someone said, how could you have just blown past Mush that quickly instead of getting into it? And dear listener, that's because I very much want to watch and review Mush <laughs> for this podcast. I just need to find like full YouTube clips instead of the like still that I have so far. So that's the sort of thing we get into. Occasionally we'll mention serious things because this movie just lends itself. Sometimes you have to have a serious conversation. Sometimes you have to have a conversation that is serious within a conversation that is ridiculous, like this one. (laughs) So, yeah. Consent, good. Consent's good. Consent is very good. It's a must. It's so underrated. Really? Consent is so in right now. It's so hot. It's so in right now. I know, right? Seriously. Hashtag me too. So, like... Also, you shouldn't Google MASH and hashtag me too if you want to not be depressed. Just saying. The TV show lets Margaret be a person. Yeah, but... And obviously, if you develop the character of one female, that just counts for everything, right? (laughs) Surely you wouldn't need two women speaking parts. Yeah, there's just... 
Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's future Megan and Tierney's problem. Oh. (laughs) Megan and Tierney have plenty of problems to deal with on their own. That's true. Waldowski doesn't make it to the TV show. No, he doesn't. I used to feel bad about that. I don't anymore. No. Oh, but we're going to get to talk about cultural appropriation because on the TV show, the dentist is obsessed with Japan. Oh, that's right. All right. Well, I know what episode we'll have Kathleen on for that. (laughs) Just some background. I have a master's in anthropology. So. Oh, so there's times where I've had to apologize for turning our podcast into a gender studies podcast because I went to Uh. college and was a history major. So, you know. Oh, wow. It it would be fine if you ended up hijacking our podcast. Basically, anthropology teaches you that everything is racist. There you go. (laughs) Everything is cultural appropriation. Everything. Everything. (laughs) On that happy 2019 note, (laughs) (laughs) Halloween is cultural appropriation from witches. Am I remembering that right? Um, yeah, it's cultural appropriation from pagan religions, specifically Celtic pagan religion, uh, religions from Samhain, the practice uh, during the autumnal solstice. But yeah, I mean, we're basically culturally appropriating what druids and pagans did back in the day to ward off evil and welcome in, you know, the fall and opening the veil to the dead and all this Doing stuff. Doing it by so. a campfire. Mm. Yeah, I mean, what? pretty much. And like, putting <laughs> like weird mushrooms and hallucinogenics on the end of a broom and getting on with that broom to get high. Like, you know, just weird out there stuff, man. Halloween's crazy. That so. did not happen in Hocus Pocus. I definitely would have remembered oh no did not happen in hocus pocus by the way hocus pocus doing a movies by minute uh podcast on that check us out on facebook we're part of Pele media group we've also done jurassic park minute ghostbusters minute and goonies minute so check us out which are all great (laughs) halloween movies i mean this is airing a little bit earlier but it is it is halloween season oh it's it September. I know you keep Halloween in your heart oh, oh, all yeah. the year through. But it's, it's 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 for it's, all of us. It's it's tucked away in my office, and then as soon as <laughs> September first hits, I'm like, nope. All right, bitches, it's out. Like I'm taking it out. I'm putting it outside. I get judged when I go to the grocery store. They're like. Don't you think it's a bit early to buy pumpkins? I'm like, shut up, bitch. I'm going to buy no, you, this and I'm you, putting you, it in you my sound, You sound like my office manager at the library and you walk into her office and it's like Halloween like exploded come like September. <laughs> she doesn't put everything out yet because she's like still like planning her outlook. You know, like she's like, well, maybe I could put the singing werewolf skeleton over here this oh, year. Oh, I love that. You know? <laughs> like you could tell she's plotting. Like she hasn't brought anything out yet, but you could tell she's plotting. We have multiple skeletons at our library that she uses it's great it's awesome (laughs) well megan i had the note to ask for voicemails this minute but now i'm kind of afraid to there is a minute coming up at the end of this movie that features a dream sequence of soldiers returning home from a tour of duty and i thought it would be fun instead of having a guest to have people leave us send us voice memos at mashminute at gmail.com and we would play them and talk about it and the heartwarming wonderfulness of people coming home from a dangerous situation to the loving bosom of their family. Maybe this is not the minute to bring that up. <laughs> because Dish is going home and... Dish is going home. But it also seems appropriate because she's going home. So we're going to pretend that's how it ties in. And hopefully anyone who has been deployed or 
has family members that have and came back or knows someone who would be interested in sharing their story with us. Maybe they're still listening. Maybe they haven't been totally driven away by our conversation (laughs) today. But if you are, just send, uh, record a voice memo. We live in 2019. There are ways to do that. Phones, computers. If you don't know how to do that, email me and I will tell you. Mashminute at gmail.com is the place to send all that. And like I said, we're on social media, so there's lots of ways to get in touch with us. And please spread the word, even if you are not eligible for that. You know, like, I have friends that are in the military, so I'm contacting them and being like, hey! And they mostly say, what's a podcast? And I say, (laughs) well, don't worry about it. Just send it. (laughs) I will put that out into the universe, and hopefully they are not too horribly offended. Because by minute 67, goodness gracious, we've had some anti-military behavior. We have. Yeah, that's true. And there's still some more to come. I have no idea how to end this minute, Megan. Please, Um, please help me. Okay, so it gets better, I promise. (laughs) Well, actually, that's a lie, because it's Bash. But it gets a little better for a while, and we're glad you're listening. It does. I would argue And we haven't even hit the most famous scene in Mash yet. Or my favorite part where they go on a little trip, and then there's the infamous football game of fun. So Yeah, we have a football game coming up. We have a trip to Japan coming up. All that's consensual, so that's cool. That's good. Thank, thank um, you, Well, well all that consensual? Not, not, not against the colonel, but the, he's getting his comeuppance. Right, no. They don't actually do anything sexual to him. No, to, no. They're just so, kind of so that's, being bullies. And that's fine, because nobody air really gets okay. hurt. Yeah, air quotes okay. And, yeah, the football game has a lot of funny stuff in it. Oh, but also racism. We're going to have to talk about racism Yes, more. yeah, because it wouldn't be MASH if there wasn't an awkward conversation we had to have, right? Yeah, Thanks, a couple points in the football game, but yeah. that's that's all right. That's all right. We're halfway through, so, you know. What? Just about. Yay! Or more than halfway through. Yay! And I will say, as much as we are going to tackle more deep issues, and as much as we haven't gotten to Sally Kellerman's infamous scene, this might, in a, in a movie of many problematic storylines, I think this one has the most holes in it. And so, to me, that makes it the most problematic. Like, yeah, we're going to have to talk about racism during the football game, but, like, legitimately, because some people from Georgia were racist, and, and some Black people had to figure out how to deal with that. Like, that's yeah. that's a legitimate social commentary. And what they do to Houlihan is terrible. But at least, like, that story makes sense. This has been a wild trip through Painless's psyche. Yeah. And I do not think it adds up. And she, and Dish looks into our eyes and smiles. And I have no idea how we're supposed to take that. So I'm sad to see Maria Schneider go, but I'm fine with the end of the storyline. I'm just glad it's over. We can move on to the next vignette. Yay! Oh, we're gonna move on to the next vignette. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, Megan. Ride or die. Ride or die. We're like the So la- goodbye, farewell, Louise. amen. We can do this. That's right. <laughs> After MASH. Woo-woo! Walter? <laughs> That's only one episode. Uh, Kathleen, thank you so much for doing this with us. As you can tell, we really 
We really treasure our guests. We appreciate you so much. And we're well, so I appreciate grateful. you ladies. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a fun experiment. <laughs> I right, hope you, you all enjoyed me swerving. <laughs> you are free. The music is going to crescendo as you make your way out of the room. And we will, <laughs> we will see you around the internet. And we hope we will see our listeners there too. And also back here for the next minute. Bye. Okay, thanks, bye!